0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This This is is the Porpoise Pod. Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All dolphins, all the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana what's going on everybody welcome on in it is the first edition of the porpoise pod you're welcome we are in here today myself brendan tobin alongside my co-host alejandro solana what's going on man
1: how are you uh i'm hyped actually yeah uh, i i just got back from raymond James and uh raymond jane stadium and uh that was maybe the best ending I could have hoped for 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 a lot of reasons, Tobin, for a lot of reasons.
0: Yeah, that was a really entertaining preseason game. I was I was like shockingly, I was like cuz I see you see tonight and you're like all right, Bucks are that Bucks inactive holy crap. That was like 29 29 tw- players. 29 players were inactive. Uh, and then the Dolphins, you know, usual stuff. we knew Tua wasn't going to play. We figured even though he was campaigning for Tyree, Tyreek Hill wasn't going to play uh starting two running backs in and play so you know you're going in. it's the Skylar Thompson show tonight and uh it, I found it wildly entertaining the entire game was uh competitive it was fun um the whole the whole bag man so what was the uh the scenes like you were boots on the ground today in the uh for those who don't know welcome into the first edition uh Alejandro here he is the executive producer for Miami Dolphins broadcast on the radio so he will uh, have his boots uh, squarely in the booth every single week as uh, we embark on this journey. We are excited to do our first uh, our first episode here. We will be bringing you guys probably like three podcast episodes a week as uh, you know we get into this whole season that we're really excited about. But what was it like out there, man?
1: please remind me to tell you about Rondé Barber taking on hot dogs in the media wow. uh, room, but please, uh, please uh, remind me to get to that. But, yeah. Yeah. Don't let me forget about that. <laughs> but um, um, all I remember from the very end of the game was for those Dolphins fans who, who know about the radio team, Jimmy Cephalo, who, you know, everybody, uh, everybody has, has an opinion of, and Joe Rose are in the booth. And as, Um, Borogales steps up to take the kick that Tampa Bay had just called a timeout. Right. I look over to the crew and nobody can hear me over the air, but I look over to the crew and I whisper in their ear, right? Like the talk back feature. I say, Dolphins still have a timeout. Yeah. And Cephalo looks at me on the air and he goes, Dolphins have a timeout. Like he regurgitates what I said in his ear and he goes, But that doesn't matter. They're not getting the ball back. There's three seconds left. Don't be ridiculous over the air he and, said that? and 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 I, I then i go well they could ice them and yeah. joe goes they're not gonna ice them it's preseason. come on and and here comes twinkle toe mcdaniel down the sideline standing right next to the official and i knew it here come the whistles and it worked baby it was a rascal
0: he is like he is uh <laughs> He was definitely the show tonight. Like, I was looking at all things yeah. McDaniel. I was excited to watch on the TV broadcast, but like, they go like right to him. And it's just like, he's like waiting, like a like, sly, like a fox. He's just sitting there, gets down to the second, <laughs> hits him with that perfect, like a veteran, hits him with those, uh, that, that
1: timeout right there. Talk about composure from the rookie composure. head
0: coach. Composure. Huh? Dude had sideline presence, dude. You could just tell. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's like, you know, you, you saw, you know, Philbin, Oaf. You know, Adam Gase, bum,
1: crazy phony, eyes, phony, phony yeah. sideline composure. I was Total like, well, phony. you know, I
0: was worried. About, I was talking about this this week with uh, on the morning show. I was like, well, what's he going to look like on the sidelines with the headset? Because I see him out there practice. He's got like the walkie talkie. I think the walkie talkies a cool look. But he looked good today with the with the headset, commanding. Yeah. Like he knew it. never. Fa- there was at times they go to the sidelines. He's just drinking Gatorade, all casual. <laughs> Can't shake the dude. He's just out there doing his thing
1: mccochin also swaggy on the sideline don't underestimate mccochin swaggy on the sideline rocking the air force ones clean he's on grass out there you gotta imagine tobin that there's a little bit of mud right it's a football field a little bit of mud i mean not a a little dash of anything on those kicks bro like he was swaggy out there um that was i'm not even joking like legend in my book already like some cemented legend after that uh because Borgalis like does, doesn't he have a respect Tobin being of Miami guys like there's a respect legendary UM kicker I'm throwing legend uh, around crazy I like tonight it, but, no it's okay um, throw it
0: out willy-nilly it's it's late on a early in a Sunday morning late on a sun, yeah. uh, Saturday night whatever the hell you guys want to put it for but uh yeah of course it, we we all respect the Borgalis the the entire family tree quite frankly and, and for a coach to stick a dagger right in their heart is it's <laughs> tough. but I mean, sacrifices must be made
1: and hitting it it wasn't even like he hit the crossbar he missed to hit the upright row. Yeah. you n- almost never see that by the way. you never see it's that tough
0: it's 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 tough. like that's what happens when you uh you get when you get McDaniel'd. you know they you know as just Tua says they call him <laughs> mystic Mac. He predicted a, a complete mess up coming there,
1: yeah. Yeah and, and so he was do- just I saw your tweet just dominating the sideline like he, Dude, he, he oh. had it he owned it
0: <laughs> Yeah man like I'm just sitting there I'm just like watching all things Mike McDaniel I'm just like he's got the cool look he's like just drinking his Gatorade casual he's got uh you know and, and you know sometimes there were a few injuries tonight some banged up some guys got banged up he's like out there he's checking on guys you know he's just he's got he had the whole scope going tonight The thing I really like though So just kind of getting into the game. uh, So Skylar Thompson was the starter who has looked pretty good in in camp. Like, uh, you know, the seventh round pick and the dude slings it. But uh, the thing that was noticeable about him, like, first of all, guy wasn't afraid to make some big throws. I think we were all excited to see, you know, Cedric Wilson kind of get uh, a little bit of action because this has been very overshadowed. I mean, let's be honest. This is the Tyreek Jalen Waddle show. So yeah. We all almost forgot this guy was a free agent acquisition. We're like, oh, all right, Cedric Wilson. This is going to be exciting. And so it was kind of like his, honestly, like his first introduction to Dolphins fans. They're like, hey, we got this guy, Cedric Wilson. He's kind of good, and he was. They had a chemistry going right in the first quarter, which was good to see. But um, you know, there were points where like he McCouchen was going right over to Skylar Thompson, and he was like, I want to say chewing him out, but he was kind of giving him the business. And Mike was explaining in the post game, he's just like. He's like, you know, I was probably tough on him, not realizing that he's a rookie, and I was getting like impatient with him. And sometimes I got to check myself, but like he was just taking too damn long. And then um, you know, he he just felt like he handled that all well. I believe he I believe he used the description stud to to describe Skylar Thompson. Stud. It's
1: like it Mystic Mac is just like one of our boys. Like the way he talks to you after the game, it's like He's just shooting the bleep with the fellas after the game. Like, he's not giving you coach speak. Like, he's talking to you the way I want my head coach to talk to me. And by the way, we're talking about the game and the offense early on. Another guy in training camp who really we haven't heard too much about is Mike Gasicki, right? Yeah. I mean, we know it's the Tyreek Waddle show, and we know Gasicki's that third option, and everybody considers him one, but he hasn't really been somebody that we've talked about too much. And there's a ton of questions, right? Like, McDaniel's offense. Is he going to work? It's a more traditional blocking tight end scheme. Is he going to work? First play from scrimmage offensively for the Dolphins, what do they do? Play action fake, roll out like a bootleg almost right to Gasicki, get him involved early. Like I like that from McDaniel where he's like, hey, we got you, bro. Like we didn't forget about you. We got you. We're going to figure it out for you.
0: Yeah, I like that too. And, you know, Mike is in such a strange spot because, you know, Look, he's making a good living. Franchise tag, 10 million yeah. a year. Not too shabby, but he obviously wants that long term deal. And you have a situation here where a guy is coming from uh, you know, having maybe the best tight end in the league in George Kittle. So the guy's <laughs> standards are kind of high. And so he's got a lot of proving to do. And yeah, he's he's talked about like the idea that he's not necessarily getting all these all the receiver snaps that he wants, and all, you know, he's not getting all the the targets, but you know, th- McDaniel talked about this this week. This comes in waves. Like, there's going to be games and there's going to be mismatches where Kaseki's going to be able to chew people up. Even Jason Taylor was talking about this today on the broadcast where he's just like, like, I don't think he was utilized enough last year. And I think that you have a guy in Mike McDaniel that, yeah, he probably is. I'm sure it's a, it's a love fest for everybody when it comes to Mike McDaniel, especially Tyree Kelly makes a gazillion dollars. Tua, it's not Brian Flores, not returning his uh, Christmas cards. So, a lot of flowers that are going around for Mike McDaniel, uh, for uh, for Mike Gusecki, it's a little bit of a different situation where he's just like, mm, I don't know how this is going to work out with this guy. And yeah, it is good to see that. Just, just kind of get him involved right away. You're one of the rare starters that's out there, one of the rare go-to guys out there. And so he gets him that work early.
1: What'd you think of uh, Preston Williams right away? Hey, go return some punts, big guy. You, you wanna you wanna tweet about about opportunities? Hey, go <laughs> go return some punts, big guy. And then Lim Bowden with the sneaky like, you know, now then he's on the trading block. Right. Uh, actually, actually getting some run. That was that was a good performance by him, man. Like I, I know I know the, the the Thompson dime to him in the back of the end zone. I mean, yes. anybody could have caught that. Yeah, but a good um, move by him though. It was a good. It was it was, it was a good. It
0: was. it was he shook dude out of his shoes.
1: Um, but you're
0: right like listen those guys they're guys they're up against it and I know they're really popular players on social media because they interact a lot and so I think they do have a lot of uh the Dolph fans support but um let's be honest like this is a really you know you have already a situation where we've already mentioned the names like Tyreek Waddle Cedric Wilson they signed and then you know they've had a couple of rookies in Braylon Sanders and Ezukama who I blow the doors off of people today we didn't really see him uh, in action yeah. till late but um the competition is stiff at receiver right now and for for preston he's definitely a different skill set than those guys have because he's a giant and i think those other guys you know there's a lot of speed that's kind of the definition of this team around you know but he's had major durability issues and so you know i don't know if that's the best way to uh you know, ingratiate yourself with the coach. I don't know if I would be tweeting there week, you know, and and then you know, the other thing that's crazy about it is it was, it was kind of under the radar because it was the day that he hasn't spoke since this day, but it was under the radar because Preston Williams spoke the day where the suspension was handed down to Steven, uh, to Steven Ross. and They got stripped of the picks, but he like, he calls Mike McDaniel and he says he says to Mike uh, of Mike McDaniel he goes well we spoke in OTAs and I just want to make sure he's a man of his word. And I'm like, look, I'm thinking to myself, like, it's been a week, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Man of his word. And, and by the way, I'm pretty sure that word happened before they got Tyreek Hill. Like, I don't know. You know, I get his frustration, but I also think you kind of got to read the situation there a little bit better. Like he's a, he's an undrafted player. I, I, I don't know if, if why he thought that was the best method. Maybe he thought that was going to be to
1: get him traded or something, but certainly didn't see a lot of him tonight. If, uh, if anybody wanted Preston Williams, it, it would have happened by now. By the way, Adam Shaheen, <laughs> not low key funny moment. Adam Shaheen, like being listed as inactive, but wasn't on the official scores card today. Like that whole situation, I, I can't imagine that's going to get any better, by the way. It's just going to get more awkward for everybody involved. Yeah, I'm sure. Um,
0: like a uh, lemon law, he's just like, ah, uh, <laughs> pa- pa- uh, not passing a physical. It just seems so routine. He's just like, ah, it didn't pass it, huh? All right.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Well, welcome back,
0: Adam. Good to have you
1: back. At what point? At what point do the Texans just say no more trading with the Dolphins? Right? Yeah, like, that, what a weird move by Houston. Um, by the way, I, I don't want to do this, Tobin, because it should be a celebratory a celebratory night. And it was an awesome showing by the rookie head coach. Because really, from a from a football perspective, which we don't really want to do too much, right? But really, from a football perspective, even if the Dolphins would have lost this game, Borgales makes a field goal. There were no silly penalties tonight. Like, there were no instances where you look at that team from a rookie head coach first game and you say, you know, that was a little embarrassing. And you didn't see that tonight. And no bad penalties. Yeah, There was no false starts. No, uh, no offsides like it was a, a disciplined football team, which you want to see, especially that. That's what I was looking for. Right. Like I didn't want McDaniel to come out there win or not. doesn't really matter. I just didn't want the team to be embarrassed.
0: No. like, And the thing is, like. It's one of those situations, he mentioned this a little bit in the post game too, is like they did face some adversity. You know, they had that crazy turnaround at the end of the second half because, you know, they were down 14 three at one point. And then just the defense, you're like, man, they're kind of getting, uh, they're, they're kind of getting diced up here. They're giving up some big plays. Yeah, you know, not surprisingly, Noie Benagetti gave a big touchdown.
1: You know, that's what was up with that. Woo! Yeah, that's was... kind of been a theme. He's he's twelve yards away from the defender. I don't know. Twelve yards away. I don't um... know. I don't know
0: if that's ever going to get figured out with him, dude. Because you know, this is such a big opportunity for him. You know, Byron Jones is hurt. You, you know, they're kind of be like, all right, let's see if this guy's got the goods and everybody raves about the, the, uh, the tangibles that he has and the ability and the athleticism, but man, he just seems to get pieced up. No matter. I mean, this is not the the starters of the Buccaneers that he's going up against. And whether it was the joint practice this week or the game today, it didn't look great. Uh, but to your point, uh, yeah, they face some adversity and, you know, to come back and get some big plays like that, to get a pick, to get a forced fumble on uh, back-to-back drives and completely flip the game on its head was, uh, was just absolutely huge. And it just, I think gave everybody a little bit of a boost because, you know, it was kind of ho-hum there in the beginning. I mean, Skyler was making some yeah. big plays, but you know, run game wasn't really going and we were having some questions, of the old line and all that type of stuff. But Man, that uh, that that really, really was uh, was great to see. Sam Egwawin,
1: greatest Dolphins
0: preseason player ever.
1: It's it's up there. He's up, it's up there. there. Sure. <laughs> it, it, he's Egwawin now, right? It, I are, don't are we... know. I'm
0: very confused by this because now I'm hearing everybody call him Egwawin again. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'll call him whatever he wants. But he's, he we wants, need a ruling he, on this. He Steve wants... Goldstein literally switched it like three times within a play. yes,
1: yes, yes. It was very confusing today, also on the radio broadcast. He wants Egwawin. No, no, I'm sorry. He wants Aguavin now. He changed it back so to So he twitched it back?
0: Cuz I heard like <laughs> one of the Dolphins PR I people. Anymore. I turned no, let me tell you cuz we had this whole thing with Aguavin, Aguavon last year, right? Yeah, yeah. And we even I remember it was like going and dissecting the tape and and it, it, like he said Aguavin <laughs> but now he's back to he was like no, it's Aguavon. I'm like, "Okay, cool. We'll go Aguavon." Yeah. But then like I heard the Dolphins like PR lady uh and she was like she referred to him as a, a uh, egwovn and i was like okay, well she would obviously know she is the head of pr so i'm a little shook here and i think steve goldstein is too because he called him a egwovn all in one play and i was like you know what i think i just might go with sam
1: sammy can we go, can yeah. we go with sammy i don't know what? man i'm i'm
0: shook but I don't know what to call him anymore. And I just want to get it right. And I, I feel, I, but I know that he is the greatest preseason linebacker I've ever seen. And it, it, listen, he was actually having a, a little bit of a rough afternoon before picking up that fumble, but that was a huge play. I mean, he was, uh, he, he always seems to shine in the preseason. Before history is written, Bobby Orr, the it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup final
1: on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So going back to what I was trying to get to before, and I I totally lost my train of thought, like... Are, are we a little nervous? And I mean, it's preseason, Tobin, so we shouldn't be nervous about anything. But once again, the offense kind of came to a halt there, and it was the defense, you know, setting them up almost. Uh, you got the the interception with the the double thigh, which was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Yeah. Was it the double thigh? Because the TV I was looking at was, was a little small. Was it double thigh or was it more like knee? Knee to knee.
0: I think it was double thigh. I think you. Yeah. I think you have that right. No, I think yeah. it was uh, it was double thigh special, and it was very weird. But yeah, he ended up with a football, <laughs> and it's just like, all right, this, this, this is a momentum swing.
1: Yeah, and then uh, who's that? Hodge, who who ended up getting the 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 strip uh, the strip yeah. on on Trask, and uh, and Eguavan or Sam picks up the ball. Like once again, it's the defense making these plays, putting the Dolphins in a good position. The difference between you know, under flow and so far the small sample size under McDaniel is the Dolphins actually got points off the defenses the defenses created turnovers, which wouldn't have happened in the past.
0: Yeah. It it was it it was such a huge it was a huge swing for them. And, you know, it, it was one of these things where you're like, all right, it felt like just kind of everything, let it let it breathe there. Cause yeah, I mean like listen, it's preseason. Who cares if you win or lose, but you do want to stay competitive and things were kind of going like they feel like they would get these drives going. Then it gets a red zone. It kind of, you know, stumble a little bit. Jason Sanders coming out there. Good to see Jason Sanders, in good form tonight. Um,
1: but new holder, new holder. Uh, that's the think That's what it is. New holder. Getting those it laces, right. If he's got right, the right, laces, dude. right. There's better. I think what happened was the holder last year. I don't know. Like they, they had a falling out and the the chemistry just wasn't there. New holder this year. Hey, take it from me. Sanders is back, baby. He's back this year, baby. Can't,
0: can't rule it out. Can't rule it out. Listen, you might be right, dude. You might be right with that. And it was uh, it was huge from them. You know, it wasn't the flashiest offensive day for sure, but I tell you what, like Skylar Thompson, it, it, you know, dude, just like he was, he was improvising. He was making yeah. some things happen. He showed those sweet feet at certain times. He showed some moves <laughs> and got some big runs. Yeah, uh, definitely was like. I'll tell you the thing that's impressive. Like he was not a rookie who like felt like he was going check down, check down, check down. Like he was going for chunk yards. And I think that was the thing that I don't know if that is uh, a characteristic of him because I've certainly seen him make some big plays in camp, but I don't know if that's a characteristic of him because I didn't watch Skylar Thompson in college. I'm going to be fully, you know, full disclosure on that one. I didn't think like who gets like seventh round pick, but um or if that's going to be a case of this Dolphins team, because like listen, we've seen a ton of big plays from this Dolphins team in camp so far, and they uh, they do not seem to be shy when it comes or conservative when it comes to their offense.
1: I uh, I have a list of players after one game of Skylar Thompson. I have a list of starting NFL quarterbacks who I believe are not better than Skylar Thompson already like based off okay. of one preseason. Uh, how about we start with Zach Wilson? i mean Agreed. come on tobin let's let's be pre- and, and yeah, wh-
0: listen uh, i feel for recovery him. I feel yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, he's fine he's yeah. gonna be back in two weeks so like it's basically all the nonsense, blah, blah 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 so yeah, you know right. and he's he and he's he he banks milfs so you know like he, <laughs> his head's not on, on on the right on the right uh focus for the season anyway uh and he's, also awful interceptions
1: yeah yeah i saw the tweets uh where it was like i feel bad for all the uh all the the husbands of the nurses in the floor that uh that he's getting surgery on in the too. hospital because he's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna you know do work there kid is, uh, kid, Dan- is our,
0: kid is already putting yeah putting it in
1: <laughs> daniel jo- no pun intended daniel jones yeah. daniel jones skylar thompson better than daniel jones for sure right definitely
0: let's of yeah. course of course it's
1: not it's not even, it's not even all of the state
0: of new york slash new jersey he's got right now <laughs> skylar thompson um
1: mac jones
0: Mac Jones is a bum, of course.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on.
0: Mac Jones. This guy I mean, what tri- a what a what a Patriots PR product he is.
1: <laughs> Incredible.
0: Everybody, oh, like I love these Patriots too. They're just like, eh, you know what we're gonna do this year? No coaching titles. No coaching titles. <laughs> and in fact, how about this? Try this one on for size. A guy who's been known as a defensive coordinator his entire career. He's gonna call the plays. I was like, wow. I didn't think anybody could top Brian Flores doing three offensive coordinators, but leave it to Bill Belichick. He's like, watch me one-up you.
1: You know what it is, right? Belichick's getting nervous. Like, he realizes, you know what? People are going to start questioning. It was Tom. It wasn't me. It was Tom. He's getting nervous. He's getting cutesy, Tobin. He's getting cutesy. That's exactly what's happening.
0: I don't think you're wrong. I I think that this is complete ego taking and running amok. And I think what he saw last year in Miami with his little protege, Brian Flores, he goes, wow, two offensive coordinators. What about this? No offensive coordinators. (laughs) And I'll have a defensive guy call plays.
1: We'll see what's what. Incredible. Incredible. The gall on that guy. Trey Lance, not better than Skylar Thompson confirmed.
0: Listen, I haven't seen it. So if you go have a game like that, Trey Lance, then uh, then maybe we'll talk. But until now, Skylar's the limit, dude.
1: Yeah, we need Trey Lance to, to be really bad too. By the way, like we need to yeah, be really, 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 really bad. Yeah. That that wraps up my list. I uh, I scratched off to a tongue of Iloa because I didn't want to be too controversial. I scratched oh, it off. Of my course.
0: List. L- we were, well, listen. I think there are probably people, you know, rap <laughs> bastards out there who do want to uh, already put that uh, out there that he is better. Than to a tongue of Iloa, but I, you know, listen, it's an impressive list so far. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. kind of surprised you didn't put Kyler Murray on that list. Like I thought that that, that Skylar's better than Kyler. Let's be honest about it. You know, like the Dolphins might, <laughs> might be, be careful because they, he might be like starting to like remove stuff on his Instagram and be like, where's my contract extension?
1: Mother believers. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great yeah, performance gonna- by him. It was, it was, it was perfect. I mean, he put up, and and I hate to do this, but he put up like two regular season numbers, like two hundred and eighteen yards. What, what what did he end up with? Like two something? I'm looking uh, right now, down. twenty of twenty, twenty
0: of twenty eight, two hundred and eighteen yards, and uh, he had twenty five yards rushing, one TD, no picks. And not only that, McCoach had called him a stud. So, what else needs to be said? By the way, you probably didn't catch this, but. Tua, uh, so Kimbo Camper goes and interviews him during the game, and uh he calls. Uh, he says of uh, Mike McDaniel, he's got an aura about him.
1: Oh, an aura, dude! Wow, aura! Wow! I'm just like, wow, that is something right there. Can I steal your line, hmm. Gooseys,
0: dude? That is Gooseys. That is Gooseys. You want? To, I'll tell you what. Give me Gooseys. When Mike McDaniels, like, somebody asked him, like, oh, well, what were you feeling before? And he goes, got to be honest. I got the gooseies at the uh, at, uh, at the National Anthem. I'm
1: just like, wow.
0: I didn't say goosies. He said goosebumps. But if he knew about the term gooseies, he would He'll use know. the term gooseies. He'll know soon. He'll, He'll know. know soon enough.
1: He'll know. He'll know. If he drops that, by the way, like, without you ever getting to him, without you ever getting to him, if he drops that, I mean, that, like, that may surpass you getting Dwayne Wade Boulevard. To replace Biscain Boulevard that may that may surpass it we you re- doing zero work by the way
0: yeah I really like him I it's I, I really have not wanted somebody to succeed more than this guy because I know how it's going to be like it was funny I was watching with uh with Mrs. Tobin today and I'm like yeah it's a new Dolphins coach she goes doesn't look like a coach I'm like all right <laughs> well that- you know she's not you know people think you know you, you're 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 you get sports through osmosis when uh you're with somebody in sports radio he goes that "Doesn't look like a coach I'm like all right well, what do you know you know he he, <laughs> he, he could be a coach why because he's got glasses
1: because he weighs 85 pounds <laughs> he could be a coach he could be a coach
0: he could do I, I saw somebody I think it was Josh Moser from WSVN he claims that Chris Myers I don't know if this is true so I'm just going off Twitter, everybody. All right. You know, if I'm wrong and I'm incorrect, I apologize to the Myers, uh, to Chris Myers and the Myers <laughs> family. But he, he says that he heard Chris Myers refer to Mike McDaniels as a hipster on television.
1: Wow. Which,
0: that's just rude. That's
1: just wow. Rude. You know what? I mean, sh- what is this? 2011.
0: Yeah. Like, yes. Come on. Nobody's using hipster anymore. Come on. Myers. Oh, dude okay. can't, oh I'm sorry. guy can't have glasses. They're fashionable.
1: By the way, totally um, off the cuff here, apropos of nothing, Josh Moser. You brought him up. Mm-hmm. That guy is beautiful. Like he is. He he he's in the running. He's in the running for best looking local sportscaster. And it, wow. it's like him. Yeah, you I know. Saying that with I your boy I, Well, I was gonna say it's him and cuno, It's him and cuno, But I I just need to know uh you know we dive into cuño's eating habits a lot on on hawk and crowder i need to know moser's eating habits and then right. I'll, I'll make my decision because cuño's just got like the weirdest eating habits and it just rubs me the wrong way yeah but- like
0: i i don't know josh moser either uh but i you know him and cuño like I, I what is cuño he's eating like nothing but like protein salad and things <sighs> like that like because like moser he's got like the pearly whites i imagine yeah. him just having nothing but like grilled chicken and you know (laughs) brightening his teeth with like
1: listerine strips i don't know yeah yeah he's (laughs) he's throwing listerine strips in his salad those to replace his croutons yeah cuño's on a paleo diet now (laughs) enough enough what i'm over it yeah what do they think's gonna like
0: how much more lean (laughs) do they have to get like cuño you're you're jacked you're in good shape like you don't need to be in bed. Are you going to do the news shirtless? Like, what is the what is the reason <laughs> for this? You wear – like, I don't understand these newsmen. They wear suits. Like, that's supposed to be the lazy man's effort to look handsome.
1: JT looked good today, right, on the broadcast? Jason Taylor. Yeah,
0: he did. He did. You know, he has yeah. the – he has, the, but, you know, he's got the polo going. I'll tell you what, Jason Taylor, I'm glad you brought him up. A couple of things with JT that were interesting for the broadcast today. He said, wh- one – I think the dude's got some FOMO. Like he is, because he, he like he's looking at that sideline, and what is it? Do you know what his position is with the the Hurricanes? He's got like I, an analyst position. It's like a, one of those. He's got a real coaching job, but he's got a fake title in college
1: football. Right, right. I met up with him today, but I was so distracted by the hot dogs that I just, I, you know, I, I don't know what he was telling me. Honestly, I, I, I totally missed out on on his whole conversation. But um, I don't know what his title is. I do know this. like A lot of people think Jason Taylor got that job because Mm -hmm. he's a Hall of Famer and he's a Dolphin, legendary Miami guy. That dude works, bro. I've heard Before broadcast last year, because he was a defensive coordinator at St. Thomas. Before broadcast last year, he'd show up an hour early, sit down on his laptop, wouldn't talk to anybody, watching tape of all the high school, not just games, practices, he'd have it sent to him when he couldn't go. And he was writing down every play, every formation notes on every player. Incredible for every single game. Doesn't stop working.
0: I believe it because first of all, St. Thomas, for those who don't know, and I imagine most of our South Florida fans do like that place is a powerhouse. Yeah. And you know, for Jason Taylor to be the defensive coordinator there, obviously, yes, he's very famous, but they're not going to just go with any jokester to coach their program. Like they have a big reputation around the country. Um, but now that his sons are like off and off to college, yeah, this is a perfect opportunity for him to get with a program that's definitely like thrown a lot of dough into it. And he actually said at one point, dude, he said at one point today that he was working so hard on film, he forgot to play the billion, uh, the billion dollar mega millions lotto. He goes JT. so much into the film. So much into the film he wasn't gonna go play the lottery. So that's him right there. But getting back to my point, he was saying he was like looking down the sidelines, and he was like, "They they went to Welker, Wes Welker, Dolphins wide receiver coach. They went to Sam Madison, and then they went to Sertan." And he goes, "I got to be honest with you, I don't." He goes like to Goldie, and like in just a moment of honesty, he goes, "I got to be honest with you, I don't really like the idea that I'm up here in the broadcast booth and all of my former <laughs> teammates are down there right now." And I was like, "Wow, wow. JT's wow. got that FOMO right now. Yeah. He he wishes he was coaching the Dolphins right now." I he's that a football, a,
1: guy. He's he's a a football, football guy. He's a football guy, dude. He yeah. he
0: is he is like I wish I was out there coaching football right now instead. I feel bad for Goldie, obviously, you know, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to mm-hmm. be there talking to him right now. <laughs> but you know, uh, JT was like sitting there, and you could see after he saw all of his friends down there coaching him up, he was like, "Man, I kind of wish I was down there coaching him up too."
1: Tobin, these football guys hate us. They hate broadcasters. They yeah. don't like us. They think we're soft. Yeah, they are football guys. They want to get their hands in the dirt. They want to hit each other. Like they are they, really like the the stigma about these football guys is is a hundred percent true. Because JT by the end of the night was sick of Goldie. I I, I didn't watch the broadcast. Definitely. I could just tell because he he wanted to be down there banging heads with with Wes Welker and Mike McDaniel.
0: Look, you're right, and and uh, all respect to Steve Goldstein, we love him, but. Uh, I agree with you I think that he looked upon this and he's just like man I really wish I was next to Patrick Sertan right now he also said uh he also like you know the one thing I could have done without he was in this Tom Brady love fest again and I'm just like could do without it this Tom Brady can we can be on? can I talk about this for a little bit so Tom Brady's not there he's taking a leave of absence I want your opinion on this I hope everything's okay with the Brady family. It seems like it is. Nobody seems to really think anything's wrong. He's taking a personal leave to balance work and
1: uh, and life. So and the Bucks and the Bucks swear that this was agreed upon before. Swear, oh, swear, okay. <laughs> for so, sure.
0: Are you with me when I tell when I say this smells smells of a rat of somebody who did not mm-hmm. want to face the music this week with the Dolphins mm-hmm. in town, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he goes, "I right, do one practice." He's there. He even talks to Tua. Tua's like, "Oh yeah." Talks to Tom Brady, and all of a sudden, like a thief in the night, he's gone. What is that?
1: Some people, Tobin, would call you a conspiracy theorist right now. You know what I call you? Mm-hmm. Spitting facts, right? Spitting facts. Brady didn't want to face the music. He didn't want to face the music. And by the way, God bless him. You don't want to play first preseason game, whatever. You Who know, pissed? like that's fine. That's fine but be on the sideline. Tua was on the sideline. Right. Have a have a little earbud in your ear. We know you're not actually paying attention to what's being called in there. You have it turned off. Hey, Brady, you want to play football? You wanted to unretire? Play football. Be on the right. sideline. Come on.
0: All of a sudden Tom Brady, the most competitive of them all, doesn't want to be around football. Crazy. That's convenient. Oh, you mean the same week that his boy Bruce Beal is all of a sudden on the outs with Stephen Ross. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting if you ask me, but you're right. Uh, Tua, what a gem on the sidelines. Goes right up to Skylar Thompson, gives him the old uh, attaboy. You know, uh, it was top notch. Kind of wanted to see him play, in- though. I'm not going to lie. I, I did. Yeah. I, I was hoping. But then after I saw Zach Wilson get hurt, then I was like, ah, it's probably a good choice.
1: Yeah, there was no – after Zach Wilson got hurt, there was no way Tua Bailo was suiting up today. There was, or, or yesterday. There was just no way. Um, but we'll see him, right? Like, we'll see him at some point this preseason at least a quarter, maybe a half at some point.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so. And they're at home this week. Um, I would be – because the way it's – who they got this week? They got the Raiders, right? Raiders Raiders in
1: town. Yeah, yeah.
0: They they got the Raiders in town. And then the week after that, they're doing joint practices again, last preseason game. I doubt he'll play in the finale. So if I had to guess, I would say, yeah, they'll probably play in like a quarter this time Mm -hmm. around against the Raiders if I had to guess. But I'm just spitballing out here. I don't really know. Who knows how this this, this – coaching's a wild card. You don't know he's revolutionizing yeah. football okay fullbacks are back in case you guys didn't realize there's razzle dazzle and he just made skyla thompson a top 20 quarterback in the league in one night
1: what's funny is both of the fullbacks were inactive today which is which is bizarre because yeah, I did I see, i'm that.
0: pretty sure i saw keith and carter back there as a fullback at one point so he see, he's gonna use his fullbacks
1: yeah yeah he's like ethan Stephen carter was was back there and uh Like I I was fully expecting him to play Preston Williams at fullback. Like I, (laughs) good. I love I love the idea of like um, of Mystic Mac getting angry with players who voice frustration, and and their punishment is playing fullback. But like not like totally nobody knows it, right? Like it's not game planned at all. But hey, Preston, (laughs) get your ass at fullback. You're blocking. You're (laughs) you're blocking for the running back. Get in there.
0: But just you so you're getting your opportunity. He you said, I have to be a man of my word. Here it is. Welcome to the <laughs> fullback crew. So um, pretty great. Um, what was, uh, so anybody like stand out to you particularly like, outside of the obvious is Skyler. Yeah. Uh, he was good. Cedric Wilson was good. I'll tell you one. who was, uh, who I'm kind of excited about because he popped at one of the practices I was at, but, um, this Tanner Connor, this, uh, yes. this, this tight end, Yes, I think this guy's good, man. I don't I, yeah. listen. I'm, don't call me. A, I'm no. I'm no football savant. I'm no Brett Romberg. But like, dude, this guy is. He's flashing. Like he's making a lot of plays. I gotta be. Honest, and the one. I will tell you one thing. The one practice that I went to, it was a bad one for uh, for his competition because Hunter. What the hell is the dude's name? Hunter. Hunter Long. Hunter Long. Hunter yeah. Long. yeah. Handsome fellow with the good hair. He uh, he had like three drops like right in his hand. And Tanner Connor was lighting it up. He was like catching bombs from Tua. But he had like one play today where he was like shaking tackles and things like that. He's like, what is he from? Like Idaho State or something?
1: I don't know. I don't even know. But I don't know, he probably but,
0: is. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, he, he, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I think they got something there. That guy, that, yeah. that guy just makes plays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he was you know what that is too, though? Like he's probably got so many reps with Skyler Thompson, right? Like those two, those two is you know i mean there 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 are two guys uh at the end of the roster and uh they have probably just practiced so much together in training camp like there's there's clearly a connection there i'm with you though like he's one of those guys that stood out to me as well um first of all at one point in the game to give the bucks a little love uh tyler johnson had like doubled the amount of yards as yeah. as the entire dolphins offense there uh, was a lot of this us.
0: definitely definitely looked like a team that had not really pra- tackled anybody in a month that's like that's that definitely was evident early on.
1: First time you're tackling since last year, right? First time you're tackling yeah. since last year. Yeah, yeah. It was, so it,
0: was, it was it was a lot of a lot of dudes bouncing off of dudes, a lot of shaking of tackles. Um, I think the thing that's probably, like, I guess, biggest thing that was concern was probably Trill Williams at the end of this. He got hurt. It's like ninety seconds left, and he had a huge tackle for loss, um, and it was just like writhing in pain on the ground.
1: Yeah, and
0: I, I gotta say, like. Mike McDaniel did not seem optimistic about it afterwards. I don't mean to speculate or anything, but he did not seem like he was uh, expecting him to be back anytime
1: soon. So I don't want. No, we don't want to play doctor, right? Um, and we're we are recording this after the game, so by the time somebody listens to this, there could be right news. Out, be news. So, right, um, but they did show a, a close up in the stadium. I think TV was in break. They showed a close up in the stadium cam of the doctor doing the ACL test on him. And I've, I've torn my ACL literally a year ago. So I know what the test is. And again, I'm not trying to play doctor, but he did the ACL test looked right at him. And he said he gave him like that. Ugh. And then that's right. When Trill started kicking his other leg and he brought his head up and was, yeah, crying. was like crying. So he probably oh. pro- again, again, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, but I have torn my ACL. And I know what the test is because it's a very – you grab the bottom part of the leg and you you click it upwards. And uh-huh. if there's no lock, that means your ACL is totally torn. So it, he probably either tore it or might – like they think he tore it. That's a tough break for him, man, because – 90 seconds left running, in the game. Yeah, and he had gotten hurt earlier. Yes. He, had, he had jogged off earlier. And he's trying – like he, there's no guarantee he's going to make the team. He probably would have. But yeah. there's no guarantee, so he's probably out there, you know, trying to secure a spot, and uh, and that happens. Like, man, I just that that's that's tough. That's tough for him, man. That was, yeah. that was tough to watch.
0: That was that was really really awful for sure. Um, because he made a huge play too. Like it was, yeah. uh, you know, it was it was a huge tackle for loss, and he was like he was writhing in pain, man. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll hope for the best from True Williams, but that uh, did not seem. They did not seem optimistic in what you're saying. That's not fantastic either. Yeah. Um, I guess before we get out of here, uh, Rondé Barber and hot dogs. What
1: do you got? <laughs> so at halftime, the, uh, the Tampa Bay like media, um, uh, like the media room, everybody like pours out. Right, You have 13 minutes to get as much food. And they have like a nacho station, a salad station, and hot dogs. And they've got like sauerkraut that they're on the hot dogs. Ronde Barber, he's a good looking dude, right? He's on TV, he's on the local broadcast, and he's rocking like his like nice button down, really nice, uh, really nice pants, and he's holding up the line, Tobin. And I I, like, hey, let me get a dog. Huh? This guy walks back with like two, two and a half hot dogs, has one in his mouth, and he's he's chatting it up with everybody. Like, hey, Ronde, grab your two hot dogs, go back to your room. Like you, you got to look good for TV. Let the radio guys handle the sauerkraut right. over here, okay? To be honest with you, I'm surprised
0: Randy Barber's getting his own hot dog. Like you're in the Ring of Honor. Like, does Jason Taylor get his own hot dog when he's doing the game? Like, when he's Jason, doing the games last year? Did he get his own food?
1: I don't even know what the rules are. Like, should I be talking about the the inner workings of the of the food at the media? But eh, ask for forgiveness, I, not permission. Jason Taylor stole all the salad from me. And there was what? no more lettuce. There was no more hot dogs. <laughs> was Rondé Barber at them all. I look over to my right. JT took all the all the salad, and 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 now the nacho line. There's 37 people. So you know I don't have time to get nachos. I was I was livid. I was livid.
0: So you had no. So have you eaten? No, no, I haven't eaten. You haven't eaten anything. Like, what are you gonna do? Are You gonna go, like go find a Seven Eleven or something like that? I I snuck out some uh some cookies. I snuck oh, out some wow. cookies.
1: So we're we're good. We're good. <laughs> Jesus, sorry man ronde barber thief It's ronde barber i mean he like i you you wouldn't you wouldn't think that you know the guys on tv would be taking down dogs but uh, here we are ronde barber two hot dogs right before going right back on tv man
0: I, that is that is appalling you know yeah. have some have some awareness i, I really am surprised that ronde barber is getting his own hot dogs like i feel like he's ducks royalty i feel like he'd have a runner Be like, hey, go go get Ronda some dogs, kid. You know, and like the good ones too, like the 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 footlongs that they sell at the stadium.
1: The biggest surprise of me doing this job with the Dolphins is that Joe Rose and Jimmy Cephalo don't make me get them food. Like that was, (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wait, you you guys don't want me to go get you coffee? They're like, no, we'll get it ourselves. I was like, oh, okay, very cool. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I remember those. Those were the days of like radio interning when you had to go get food. I had to go get. Sid Rosenberg is, uh, his oh. his bagels and everything in the early morning, the wee hours of uh, the morning in Miami Gardens Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Your uh, your boy Zaz and uh, and Amber and and Romberg once made me uh, made me get them coffee at oh the uh, at American Airlines Arena, and I was very very upset. I was very wow. upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they weren't used to. That. I mean, when was the last time we had interns at, at the radio station? It's been a long time.
1: Yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah,
0: you know, you don't cut your teeth like you used to, you you radio punks nope nope you know all right man well listen what do you think of our first episode did you enjoy this today did you uh did did we uh did we porpoise it up
1: i think so i (laughs) think yes i think uh, i think we porpoise it up and following uh, mystic max incredible performance tonight i I feel like we had to bring it strong and i'm glad we did
0: i am too uh we're looking forward to this everybody so uh look at uh if you found us i probably don't need to tell you this already but uh you know like look if you just just happen to stumble upon us and download us please subscribe check us on out uh we'll be bringing you multiple episodes a week and uh, we'll have our game recaps we will uh you know bring in we will have our game previews and usually uh you know give you a little news of the week episode as well so we're looking forward to this adventure Solana, lot i'm looking forward to working with you my friend uh sure. and i think we are going to have a lot of uh a lot of fun this dolphin season, which has a lot of stakes on it, dude. Like this is yeah. going to be a year with uh, I, people that keep asking, are they going to be good? I think so, but I don't know. I think they're going to be good, but I'm not positive. But I know this year is going to have a lot of stakes, and it's going to be interesting.
1: It's going to be fun, right? Like at the very least, it's going to be fun because if this goes well, there's so many characters that's going to make this this season awesome, and if it goes bad. There's so many characters on this team that are also going to make the season awesome. So agreed. Uh, because you know, if this team goes one in three, zero and four to start the season, Tyreek Hill's ripping everybody. Like That's he's correct. getting up in front of the mic, he's ripping everybody. So for our purposes, purposes, this is going to be fun.
0: Agreed. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.